It's Pi Day. This is Scientific American Science Quickly. I'm Jeff Delvisio. Well, another 3.14159263358979323462, you get the idea. Day is upon us. It's that special day in March when we collectively celebrate the irrational number represented by the Greek symbol pi. In its simplest definition, pi is the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. Pi shows up everywhere in mathematics. In 1960, our illustrious then-mathematical games columnist Martin Gardner quoted mathematician Augustus de Morgan speaking of pi as this mysterious 3.14159, which comes in at every door and window and down every chimney. Pi shows up outside of its circular home in the motions of springs and pendulums, in probability and in our 365-day calendar. It shows up in nature everywhere. There's a circle or a spiral, like in planets and DNA. Pi even shows up in the bends of rivers, relating to their sinuosity specifically. The existence of pi has also led to mass baking on March 14th and to pizza discounts. Humans have known about the existence of pi for at least the last 4,000 years. But in the last few hundred years, we have been trying to increase the precision of our calculations of the digits of pi. In 1949, the electronic computer ENIAC was used for 70 machine hours to calculate pi to more than 2,000 decimals. Just last year, Google Cloud calculated it to 100 trillion digits. And along with the race to calculate pi has come a parallel contest of trying to memorize its unending string. Today on Science Quickly, we talked to someone who's created another way to honor and to try to remember the digits of pi through song. Devin Powell is a science writer and a creator of Science Multimedia, and he joins us today. Thanks, Jeff. So humans have managed to memorize incredibly long sequences of pi decimals. How did you get interested in doing this a different way? Yeah, so a few years ago, I was challenged to one of these pi digit memorizing competitions. Um, Nothing like the world records. You know, we were trying to get to 50 digits. And a few years prior to that, I had um, covered the World Memory Championships as a reporter, and I had watched someone memorize a randomly shuffled deck of cards in less than 19 seconds and spent a lot of time talking to people about how did they pull off these seemingly impossible feats of memory and learned that it, it boiled down to not some kind of genetic predisposition to having a great memory or anything like that, but just some tricks where you use associations and you associate one thing with another. So as I approached this pie memorizing competition, I thought, well, Uh, what would I associate these digits with that would be meaningful for me? And like many children who sang in choir when they were young, I learned to sing on numbers. It's kind of like the do, re, um, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do from The Sound of Music. Happen to be do, re, mi, do, re, mi, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. Oh, let's see if I can make it easier. But one, two, three, four, five, and up the scale. And so as I started to sit down with these digits, I started to map them onto the notes of the scale, uh, one to one, two to two, up the scale. And as you started to do that, did it sort of make sense intuitively immediately as you started to go through the digits? What did it sound like? Yeah, so at first this was just a trick for remembering it, right? I was going to have these tones in my head that was going to help me kind of recite these digits. But as I mapped just the very first five digits, it sounded really nice. It sounded like kind of some of the folk songs I used to sing in choir, um, maybe a lullaby. Um, and had this nice sort of, I'm going to try to sing it here, forgive me. <laughs> give it a shot. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Uh, something like, 
three, one, four, one, five, kind of walking up a scale. Um, and so I sat down at the piano and started to play with that. And so as you sat at the piano, did it continue to make sense? You know, it's not a, a random number, but it, did it sound like there was something coming together here that was a little bit more than just a seemingly random set of numbers you had to try to internalize? Yeah, so the fun thing is, if you talk to people who memorize pi, I've actually heard this from other people too who have used other techniques, you find these patterns when you're memorizing it. Um, they're not anything inherent to the mathematics. It's just your brain kind of picking up on stuff. Because I was kind of plinking this out on the piano, I started to identify these phrases that sounded really nice. So that was sort of the starting point of playing with that. I tried parts in a major key, parts in a minor key, playing with different arrangements of chunks from Pi. So what did you end up calling your composition? <laughs> uh, it's a little cheesy, but I ended up calling it Lullapi. Um, and actually one person who helped me a little bit to write this uh, has already used it as a lullaby for his, his child. So that was really nice. Did it do the job? Did it put the kid to sleep? He says she liked it. Oh, fantastic. So maybe, uh, you know, the next thing, uh, just getting in on the Spotify rotation. Yeah, I, I assume it's going to go, you know, double platinum. It's going to, Beyonce is going to cover it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, but I'm actually looking, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe orchestrating it with strings, with flutes, trying to kind of play around a little bit more. So if anyone out there plays an instrument and wants to collaborate, I'd love to expand it. And before we actually listen to Lullaby in its entirety, did it actually help you to memorize more digits than you thought you might? I think it did. And it's actually a trick I use now. Uh, we were driving around the city the other day, my partner and I, we saw a telephone number that we wanted to remember. Uh, and I immediately started kind of mapping it onto the tones. Um, and I found I could remember it five days later uh, just by creating a simple little song. Maybe I'll do that with my kid's uh, school schedule. I'll start singing it from now on. Yeah, it'll make you the coolest dad in school, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Singing in front of my kids, in front of their friends is totally going to make me cool. Well, I uh, am really excited for us to be able to play this. This is the, um, can we say it's the world premiere of Lullapie? This is the world premiere, yes. Here it is in its entirety, all three minutes and 14 seconds.
You just listened to Lullaby by Devin Powell. Again, thanks for joining us, Devin, and happy Pi Day. Thanks, Jeff. Happy Pi Day. Scientific American Science Quickly is produced by me, Jeff Delvisio, Talika Bose, and Kelso Harper. Our theme music is by Dominic Smith. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And for more science news, go to scientificamerican.com 